All right, I'm back at it, and as promised, another episode, because like I said in the last episode, I'm doing this one right after, so it's only about 20 minutes later, I had a call to make, and I'm back at it, and this episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about calories, and it sounds basic, but calories are not all made equal, and there's a lot, a lot, a lot of layers um, to that, so first off, we know what a calorie is, a calorie is a unit of measurement, right, so those are different, you know, just like in a, a regular unit of measurement, right? There's inches and centimeters and all that kind of stuff. So a calorie is a unit of measurement. It's how we measure energy. So one calorie, you know, that's how we measure our ener- energy expend- expenditure, which is why typically energy in versus energy out is what we follow to gain and lose weight. That's pretty much the law of thermodynamics, and it pretty much always works, except for when you focus only on macronutrients like I've been doing, because calories are not all created equal. Like I said, because it's definitely, uh, I would say, on many levels, differences between or um, natural or organic foods or whole foods, rather, than processed foods, right? Um, for example... 20 grams of sour gummies, like I was talking about in the last episode, versus 100 grams of fresh fruit is going to yield a lot different results because of the micronutrient profile, the fiber, how it's broken down and things like that, right? For example, I think most of us, it's commonly, not most of us, but it's very commonly known, at least in fitness, right, that pretty much celery pretty much has no calories in a sense because four sticks of celery technically equates to 20 calories right but it takes more energy for your body to burn celery right than to consume it so technically it's a negative calories that you're eating when it comes to celery right so when you're tracking macros right that's where you see uh, that's a basic difference that you'll see right because if i eat 20 calories of candy or 20 calories of a cookie which would be like nothing (laughs) the smallest piece of a cookie you can imagine but 20 calories of a cookie versus 20 calories of celery would be a lot different or to make it more realistic 100 calories of celery versus 100 calories of a cookie um, would be a lot different because how that's broken down and used is definitely different Um, so getting into macronutrients are definitely important especially as a person who wants to build a physique right because protein it takes a lot more calories to burn whole food type protein like lean meats like peas like whatever your protein source is um because it's pretty much commonly known scientifically that um it takes about a larger percentage i don't know the exact percentages i'm not going to pretend that i do but it's a lot larger of a percentage to break down protein versus carbs or fat and fat um, at that on that scale is at the lower end, right? So if you eat 100 calories of fat, you're pretty much getting 90, 95 to 97 of those calories. Let's just throw out numbers. If you're eating 100 calories of carbs, you're getting, you know, 88 to 92, 93 percent of 93 of those calories. And if it's protein, you're probably gonna only get like 70 to 80 of those calories because of the way it's broken down and how hard it is to digest it versus the other two and they're used differently. So that's just things to keep in mind, right? Protein, carbs, and fats as an overall are even different from each other, but there's many layers to this because of how they're used in the body and their fuel sources. And 
muscle building sources and repair sources and they're just used a lot differently than each other so a calorie is not always a calorie um when we look at it that way right so i'm getting out of the habits of where i the problem also that i was getting from counting macros is because it, it just became this like mini game which i used to enjoy a mini game which i still kind of enjoy but i'm trying to break that habit of just what can i fit into these macros whether it's unhealthy or healthy so even though in the course of my diet from april 20th to july 8th uh, which was my birthday i was still even with my calories being fairly low I was still fitting in things that I should not be eating because it fit my macros rather than eating whole foods. And towards the end of the diet, I think that's that was more of a detriment. Whereas my first two uh, bulk and bulking cuts or bulking diets, I was able to do it more successfully, in my opinion, because I was eating more fruit, more vegetables, um, lean protein sources. As staples of my diet and then maybe I was fitting in a protein bar or um, you know once in a probably once a week I might have had something a little sweetening um, like not even a cookie I can't even think of what right now but like maybe some low-fat ice cream would be something that I would fit in um, things like that so for me it definitely became this weird game of what's the unhealthiest thing I can fit in my diet like frozen pizza, I would like ration it out and eat, you know, portions of it or I'd fast all day to eat half of it and then eat a quarter of it the next day and a quarter of it the next day. You know, I'd like plan that out very distinctly so that I can still have frozen pizza, right? Things like that. Just, just as I reflect, it's kind of like, really, that's not the most optimal thing to build muscle and build a physique and have a healthy functioning body with good skin and things like that so just getting back to focusing on actual health right if you go back to the very first episode of this podcast i said you know which the episode is what is health that's kind of along the lines of like there's levels to this right there's a difference between um i'm trying to lose weight or gain weight versus i'm trying to be um holistic Versus I'm trying to be more organic versus I want to be more this, more that. Like there's so many layers to it um, that people do things for different reasons, right? Um, You know, some people all want to be a vegan because I don't want to kill animals or I want to be a vegan because I think that eating meat is going to give me more health issues. That's two different types of vegans. They're both vegan. But there's two completely different extremes, right? Because the other one, the first one I mentioned, is probably the one who's not going to buy leather and they're not going to be in support of anything that harms animals. Where the second one, maybe they feel that way, but maybe not. You know, whereas the first one kind of has to. If they won't eat it, they won't harm an animal, they won't do anything. They think animals should be you know, taken care of, then that's going to put them on two different spectrums. So that's the same with any kind of diet. I've been dieting for the last two to three years, not for optimal health. I've been dieting for weight, which I should pay less importance to for me in particular, because right now I'm about 184, 185 pounds on a daily basis. And I've been this weight before and I've looked, I feel like I've probably looked a little bit better before at this weight and I've looked worse at this weight. So the weight is not really my goal. It's the overall health which will 
then affect my physique and affect my functioning, um, my bowel movements, my energy levels, overall health and condition of myself, my brain, my body, my thinking, my functioning, my execution, everything should be better, even without me being able to go to the gym and train how I want to, which was another factor in why I think, you know, some things played out, but also with all things being equal, a better diet will always do you better than probably harder training, in my opinion. Um, so again, a calorie is not just a calorie. There's a lot more to it. So I'm kind of getting away from that. And I, and I always implored like an 80-20 rule where you eat 80% clean or whole foods and 20% kind of do what you want. I'm not completely against that because if you break that down into like a week, you know, this is not exact math here. I'm not worried about the exact math, but just putting the 80-20 rule just to, you know, a weekly standard. Let's say a, a school week, Monday through Friday. You eat healthy and whole foods Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Is it going to kill you to have a cheat meal on Friday? Maybe you don't want to binge and eat the whole day out on Friday because that wouldn't really necessarily be you know, productive, but if you want to fit in a cheat meal instead of, you've been eating clean all week, Monday through Thursday, and then have a nice meal on Friday to end your week, that's a little higher calorie, and it could still be a whole food meal, but maybe not, right, maybe it's the frozen pizza that gets you off, or maybe it's candy, or, you know, some kind of processed, um, cakes, little Debbie's, something, I don't know, whatever it is, I don't think that'll kill you, is it optimal? No, but does every, is everybody listening to this trying to be Mr. Olympia or Miss Olympia? I'm not even trying to do that. Um, but I just, I, I have this motivation to kind of, to be at my physical peak one day and to really know what that looks like and feels like, right? And to document it in some sense and to feel proud of it and something to share with my future kids and to have the memories of. I, I really want to take advantage of that and I think it'll translate nicely into a life with a family because I won't be tracking. I will be instilling healthy habits to my family as well, right? We won't be picking out what garbage we can fit in at any given time. It'll be more like we eat naturally healthy, 90% of the time, 95% of the time, and then, yeah, maybe once every other week in the summer or once a week in the summer you get ice cream or maybe, you know, on birthdays you enjoy yourself and there's a barbecue and you can eat, you know, a little more than you usually would and your training is on point and your cardio is on point because not, not just for weight purposes but for heart health, right, and blood flow. I've had episodes on that before that I'll revisit, but you want to just make sure your overall health is definitely there so that's really where i'm leaning towards so this is just another step calories are not just calories so this is kind of just giving you a little bit insight of how i'm thinking right now so that's something to help you guys out right if you're tracking or not it doesn't really matter if you're trying to lose weight or gain weight it doesn't really matter just start thinking about how can i fit in more whole foods less protein shakes less junk and replace that with fruits and vegetables replace that with protein sources to add to that com that composition, that muscle composition to repair those muscles. And it'll keep you more full. It'll keep you more fulfilled than eating junk. I promise you that at the very least. So if you're trying to lose weight, that's the simplest way, right? I had the episode not too long ago on the common sense diet, which is kind of in line with this in a sense unintentionally where you don't have to track. 
you walk into a store, you know what the, the, the healthier option is, right? You're not oblivious to the fact that you should get one meal or the other to be a little bit healthier or you should skip a certain meal because there's no healthy options and wait till you get home and have a wholesome dinner if you're trying to lose weight. If you're trying to gain weight, what I'm trying to get away from is just eating any and everything just to put on weight, right? You still want to be considerate of your protein intake and how hard you're working out and cardio to really still help with how the systems of the body function. All the fake stuff is not what your body is looking for. It doesn't know what to do with it half the time. So you want to get back towards whole foods that the body knows how to break down and use and burn, right? Or in the case of like fiber, which would be different, but still it has a purpose that the body is used to that comes in with the food, right? You don't get the reason people with diabetes can eat fruit is because the fiber stops from the rush of sugar that comes from the fruit. It it makes it harder to break down. And and those natural nutrients that flow with it into your bloodstream stop it from spiking you or stop it from hurting you. Right? So that's less you know, just think about just it's just it's just healthier. That's what I'm trying to get to. Um and I don't want to ramble too much longer. I just want to get into that and again we're gonna visit more topics. This you're gonna hear you know, when you hear this, hopefully I have another episode or two already planned out. Um, I'm lining up something with my best friend, Dre, uh, like kind of like a Q&A type of natural conversation as somebody who's trying to get into fitness and health. Me answering his questions that a lot of people may have. So I'm looking forward to that and then releasing that when it comes out. All right, guys, as always, please like, review, rate the podcast, uh, follow on Instagram. It all helps. I love the support. I thrive off of it. Really appreciate you guys and talk to you in the next one.